Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media. For all your Wisconsin Badger news from the recruiting trail on the football field and near the rim, I am Jay Kokorowski, senior writer. We got editor and recruiting analyst John McNamara on the line. Uh, yeah, this is our third show in three days. We're running on coffee and not Monster, I promise you guys, probably, but Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, uh, a lot of caffeine. I had some pre-workout before the gym today, so hopefully that's still running through me. A lot has gone down in the past 24 hours. Three new verbal commitments. Jordan Turner, we talked about him on the first emergency podcast. This is the second emergency podcast, and we're going to talk about two new verbal commitments for the Wisconsin Badgers, one for the 2020 class and the second for the 2021 uh, recruiting cycle. John, uh, how are you feeling, my friend? Uh, we've had stretches like this before in in the, in the summer months. I know last uh, June around this time was pretty busy. So, um, you know, this is pretty similar to some of the big runs we've had in the past. But, um, you know, a really impressive stretch that, that the Badgers are putting together. Um, they may not be done. I could see maybe one more thing popping off towards the end of the week, but, uh, a really, you know, great way to, to fill up that linebacker, that middle linebacker position 2020. And then, you know, it's always great to get a quarterback early in, you know, whatever recruiting cycle that you're dealing with. Um, you know, generally those guys make their decisions a bit earlier in the process. And, um, Deacon Hill has certainly proved that with Wisconsin in this 2021 class, which, which is off to a really great start as well. Yeah, Wisconsin goes out into California again, and you saw that last year with Spencer Lytle and Titus Toller, uh, and, and even a uh, season passed with Alex Alexander Smith, the cornerback, and now quarterback Deacon Hill out of Santa Barbara. We'll talk about him in just a little bit, uh, but first let's get to the news that broke earlier today, and really it kind of – you and I referenced it yesterday. Uh, Malik Reed, the 2020 linebacker, mentioned that his mind was made up. Uh, and then, what, an hour or two later, you see the Badger. It seemed like just hours later, the Badger Boys 20 hashtag came out, the Badger sing signal, if you will, uh, and um, kind of connected the dots really to see that John, he committed to Wisconsin and uh, a big pickup and you mentioned it earlier for you know the inside linebackers uh for this class seems like their top targets are now accounted for and will be future badgers yeah you know when we were talking yesterday i guess right around this time maybe a little bit later in the day um when we were talking about jordan turner um you know i started to type to you you know during our podcast while we were recording it that i think malik reed is going to commit to wisconsin and, you know, the tweet that he sent out, you know, my mind's made up now right after Jordan Turner committed, you know, you, you try to read between the lines and see if there was a connection there. And, you know, there, there certainly was. And, um, you know, he's, his recruitment's been interesting because, you know, Wisconsin was, was one of the first schools to extend an offer and they got him on campus this winter. And I, I thought that Wisconsin led at that time. And he, you know, he said as much uh, when we talked over the phone and he said Wisconsin was probably his top pick at that time. Um, his recruitment picked up quite a bit in the spring with offers from, you know, UCLA, Nebraska, Arizona, uh, you know, a handful of other schools. Uh, and, you know, he took his official visit to Wisconsin, and I thought that the Badgers were in a really good position there. Then he visited Nebraska officially, and he, he told our Nebraska site that this was the best visit I took. 
So, you know, going into, I guess, the start of this week, I thought that Reed was was most likely headed to Nebraska. And then, you know, things certainly turned uh, Monday afternoon, and he committed that night and made it official today, which is Tuesday. So, um, you know, not to say that he's kind of been all over the place, but if if uh, you were following it pretty closely, there were, there were a few different teams that you thought that he could probably wind up at. And obviously Wisconsin is, is thrilled to have him in this linebacker class. Uh, that also includes Nick Herbig and uh, Jordan Turner. Uh, they have one more spot left, most likely. And, you know, that spot is, is absolutely reserved for Caden Johnson. Uh, the four-star linebacker is coming off his official visit as well. Uh, you know, if they could close with this, those four that we mentioned, you know, it'd be a pretty special group of linebackers that are headed to Wisconsin in the 2020 class. Yeah, and just some breakdown from, from Malik Reed from Rivals' perspective. Three-star recruit, 5.6 rating, about 6'2", 220 pounds from Chandler, Arizona. Same hometown as defensive end Garrett Rand. However, it's a different high school. It is Chandler High School compared to Hamilton, which is where Rand went. He had 10 offers overall. Uh, he officially visited Wisconsin the weekend of June 7th, which is the same weekend that Herbig and Jordan Turner officially visited. Uh, Nash Huttmacher and Diamante Trinium uh, was there too. Kalel Mullins, among others, uh, were you know among those seven that were in town. He also visited, like you mentioned, John, he visited Nebraska uh, this past weekend. Uh, and by all indications, that, that was a blast from what Husker Online, our cousins, at rivals that cover Nebraska recruiting mentioned there. Uh, but he also had Arizona. I think we were one of the first ones to call that out that uh, he, when he told me that he was going to take an official, he scheduled that during his official at Wisconsin or right afterwards that he was taking that on the 17th of June. And then before Wisconsin, he had visited UCLA officially on May 24th. So uh, I guess, you know, you mentioned this before and I'm, I'm guessing are you surprised by this uh, when it comes to the commitment? And you mentioned that he kind of maybe it bounced around a little bit or uh, it might, you know, he could see himself, you know, possibly playing for these teams. Were you surprised by how quickly it may have maybe from the outside looking in that, uh, you know, I would say, you know, does it feel like, yeah, yeah is it a surprise? Uh, you know, I, again, I, I thought going into this week that Nebraska led and, you know, our, our Nebraska site is, you know, one of their best sites in our network of rivals.com. And, you know, they do a great job. And, you know, he, they they had a story where, you know, Reed was quoted as saying that was my best visit. And, you know, usually guys don't get as you know specific or candid as that. And, you know, for him to say that, I thought, well, you know, Nebraska, you know, kind of took the lead here. And then, you know, going into Monday, I thought that, you know, he would end up committing to Nebraska at some point. But, um, you know, I don't want to say something changed because I guess we don't know really what was going through Malik Reed's mind. Maybe he just thought that Nebraska was the best visit, but Wisconsin was the best fit. Uh, I guess we don't know that for sure. Uh, but, you know, Monday when that tweet came out that he sent, it, you know, there seemed to be a strong correlation with, with Jordan Turner and his decision. And, you know, those two obviously – got to spend some time together and, you know, could potentially play together uh, at middle linebacker at, at Wisconsin. And um, I think that factored into his decision. And, you know, if you look at past recruiting cycles, uh, a lot of this stuff kind of happens in bunches and in spurts. And when there's some momentum building and when, you know, when guys are committing and, you know, those are guys that you spent a lot of time with, and those are the guys that you're, you're talking to, you know, stuff tends to happen pretty quickly. So, um, you know, recruiting kind of happens in bunches and, we, we've seen a little bunch or a little run go on for Wisconsin right now. 
Um, and, you know, we'll see if they have anything left in the tank to, to maybe add, you know, one more guy in this 2020 class uh, from this recruiting run that they've had just recently. Right. And, and the one thing too, with the, I wasn't as much as we saw that article from rival from Husker online about his visit. And it seemed like, yeah, I remember speaking to you about it. I think right after our first of the three podcasts we've done this week already uh, on Sunday night, it, he never took down the, I mean, and maybe we're reading too much into this, but he never took down that Wisconsin photo from his Twitter profile. You know, I mean that, that lead photo, you never saw that waiver when you went to Arizona or when you went to, you know, Nebraska, that picture never changed over the past, you know, 24, 48 hours. So uh, to me, that was kind of like, okay, maybe if you read between the lines, it's something uh, you never know, but, um, but yeah, so he is now commitment number 11 for this class. And this kind of breaking down, we'll do this with every verbal commitment that uh, Wisconsin receives, whether on a football or basketball, but what it means to the class. And we kind of break it down. We did it with Jordan Turner, but let's talk about just overall. Uh, we've already talked a little bit about in general terms, but what does it mean for overall for this 2020 class uh, at, you know, for this commitment from Malik Reed, both, uh, you know, for the team, but also maybe even broader, uh, you know, for what it means to recruiting uh, out West in Arizona or, you know, the West coast, stuff like that. Yeah. There's, I think there's a lot that, that gets, goes into this. Um, immediately you look at it and you say, you know, Malik Reed took that probably last spot uh, at middle linebacker in this class. And, you know, unless the staff wants to make room for Preston Zachman, um, I would imagine Reed and Turner are your two middle linebackers in this group. Um, you know, they're kind of tight on scholarships right now. So, you know, I, I think Zachman, at least right now, you know, stuff can always open up and, you know, we have all fall to go, uh, might be on the outside looking in. Uh, we talked about it before. I think they have one more spot at linebacker uh, for Caden Johnson. You know, he would be a great get to, to finish that linebacker group. Um, you know, you talk about Arizona and, you know, that that's a state that Wisconsin's gone into. Um, you know, they've, they've offered uh, in the 2021 class at least one quarterback from there. But, you know, as we talk about that right now, they just got a quarterback in the 2021 class from, from California. So, um, you know, it, it allows them to focus on other positions. You know, you, you look at the remaining needs right now in the 2020 class. I think you need you need a running back. Uh, you need maybe one more tight end. I think you're, you're good at the offensive line. Uh, you probably need a nose guard, and you probably need a defensive back. And then, like we talked about, you know, another outside linebacker. So I could see there maybe being five or six more spots, you know, probably five. Um, it, you know, this class is interesting because I think they'll go without a quarterback, um, which they haven't done in, in quite a bit of time, a scholarship quarterback. But, uh, you know, Reed's commitment is huge because it allows them to focus on some other needs. And then really – you know, they're, they're attacking two or three recruiting classes at once. And, you know, they're, they're looking at guys now in the 2021 class, uh, you know, at linebacker and what they want to do there. So it allows them to kind of, you know, focus their board a little bit more and, and move some guys around. And, um, you know, it's all in all, it's just a great ad. Uh, you know, he's one of their top targets for, for a while in this 2020 class. And I, I think he looks really good paired next to Jordan Turner uh, in this class for the Badgers. And, and with that too, I mean, talking about the top targets, do you feel like, you know, they hit on Nick Herbig who verbally committed a couple weekends ago, you know, Jordan Turner took his visit to official visit to Purdue the weekend after Wisconsin's. And then, 
the you know of course a week later now he verbally commits uh he told us on you know that he committed on saturday night uh turner did and then reed now follows suit are the would you say those three are the top arguably the top targets for wisconsin and if they've landed them uh and i know we've you know we've talked about caden johnson who appears to be another top target on the edge um if they would land him what does it say for wisconsin uh to land their top targets what does it do for confidence but also what does it mean i would say for the recruiting program overall you know i i think that you know there's a few things that you can take away one June has been a very good month for Wisconsin, and it's started since it's, uh, you know, the NCAA has allowed the players to sign early in December, and Wisconsin has got things started in June, and they've had a lot of success with it, you know, getting their top targets on campus early, uh, getting them, you know, here in Madison in, in the summer, and, you know, taking them to, you know, the Terrace or the Paul Chris House or, you know, the, the, the two lakes, you know, we've, Nick Herbig talked about, you know, getting out in the lake and, uh, you know, we saw some stuff of him doing some backflips in the water. Uh, Hutmacher talked about fishing, you know, during his time at Wisconsin. So I think the staff has found a really unique time on campus to showcase it. And uh, they've had some great results. And I also think it, it, it speaks to the to the linebacker position as a whole at Wisconsin, which has, you know, I think it's always been a strong group. But really, since they've they've brought the 3-4 defense, that's been a position that's really been highlighted. Uh, you know, before Nick Herbig's visit, he talked about wanting to be like T.J. Watt. And, you know, that's a kid from Hawaii who's saying that. And I think, you know, that that played a part in his decision. It obviously wasn't, a, you know, the, the breaking point where he said, OK, I'm going to go to Wisconsin because that's where T.J. Watt went. But, you know, you see how those linebackers are showcased, especially those outside linebackers. And, and that goes a long way in saying, hey, I recognize a, a guy that played at Wisconsin. He's now in the NFL. Wisconsin, you know developed him and and got a lot of good results out of him and and now he's having a great career so all that stuff helps and I think that the outside linebacker position specifically on this defense has gotten a lot of attention and it's been really well deserved and and prospects are picking up on that one thing to talk about too uh I got a we got a I got a tweet earlier today about four hours ago and one maybe this is kind of like a mini mailbag question it's just one but someone said in your recruiting discussion, explain why Wisconsin likes these players over other similar or possibly, I mean, according to, you know, rivals, possibly higher ranked recruits. I mean, to, to me, uh, and you know, I definitely want your opinion. I think, you know, obviously with Wisconsin, there's a fit. You, they talk about, you know, strong, tough, dependable. And I think a guy like Jordan Turner fits that bill. You, you talk to his head coach, you know, 4.0 GPA, high character type, um, you know, you, you hear, you hear that, um, you see other guys like that, you know, I guess, you know, th- there's a mold, uh, and whatnot. W- what would you say? Uh, am I correct in that? And, and does it go deeper into why, you know, obviously this program, this, you know, this coaching staff, uh, you know, would like these players over possibly others that are higher ranked? Yeah. You know, I think you start by, acknowledging that yeah sure Wisconsin would love to get every five-star kid in the country you know every school would love to do that uh obviously Wisconsin doesn't do that you know there's there's only a couple that 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 even come you know close to scratching that you know Clemson's I think they Clemson has five five-star commits right now Alabama's always up there Ohio State's up there and you know Wisconsin just doesn't recruit at that level but like you talked about Jake you, you talked about finding a fit and you know I've, I've talked to I think now 
all 11 high school coaches for all these kids that that have committed to the Badgers. And, you know, one of the first things they say is he's a great student. He's, he's great off the field. Uh, you know, Jordan Turner's coach, one of the first things he said, 4.0 student. I don't know how many 4.0 students are in this class, but I, I venture to say that it's five or six or maybe even more. You know, I, it, I kind of took a mental note of that when he said it, you know, another coach saying, oh, he's a 4.0 student. And, you know, a, a handful of coaches have said that in, in this class and obviously previous recruiting classes. So, so, you know, there's a big emphasis on fit and there's a big emphasis on guys who value that that sense of family that Wisconsin really pushes during the official visits and you know if if those guys didn't value it they they for one probably wouldn't be on Wisconsin's board and two you know wouldn't end up committing and you you know this Jake because you've talked to a lot of these guys the thing that comes out of their mouth right away when you ask them about the visit is family 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 and Wisconsin pushes that because they know that they the kids that they're bringing on campus value that and it's a big you know staple of this program so uh, you know, finding a good fit, I think, is the biggest thing. And again, Wisconsin, obviously, they, they'd love to have the most talented kids in the country, but uh, they also have to find guys who are going to fit, uh, you know, on, on this team and, and the culture and, and everything that goes on in the locker room. And I think, you know, specifically in these last two recruiting classes, they've, they've done an excellent job of that. So before we, well, actually, you know what? Before, yeah, we'll take a break in just a couple of minutes. But last question for you, I think we might, you know, where do you feel the focus will be shifted next for Wisconsin? Where you've seen the, you know, the linebackers, you know, two inside linebackers presume projected. Even though I, I look at Jordan Turner and I talked to you after we recorded, and already at technically six three two twenty five. If he grows more, he could always maybe he could be on the edge. Who knows? Um, but really, just where where do you think the focus for Wisconsin's class goes from from here. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. I think that you look at two of the other guys who visited this past weekend, um, Caden Johnson, who when I talked to him really didn't have a timetable for a decision, really didn't have a any idea of any other official visits that he was going to take, but uh, there's definitely been some buzz about him just in the last, I'd say, 24 hours. Uh, he's a guy I would certainly keep an eye on. I think Wisconsin is going to get Max Lofi, the cornerback that they've had on campus uh, this past weekend as well. Um, I, I felt that way ever, you know, from the first time I talked to him. You know, he talked about the family connections he had to Wisconsin. Uh, then Wisconsin came through with an offer. He has a real strong relationship with Jim Leonard. Um, it certainly helps when you say to a guy, "Hey, you're, you're going to be the only cornerback we're taking in this class," and you know that's how Wisconsin's approaching things with Lofi. So I think at some point they will add him. He talked about potentially visiting uh, Arizona State in July. Um, I'm not sure if he, if he for sure will take that, but I do think that he ends up at Wisconsin. Uh, you'd obviously like to take a running back in this class with uh, Kevontre Bradford, probably atop that list. Uh, it sounds like Diamante Tranium is going to commit to Arizona at some – I'm sorry, Arizona State at some point. Um, tight end, you know, I think they could go they, – they would love to obviously add another one in, in Cam Large to join uh, Cole Dakovich, but that might be more of a luxury at this point depending on how many – how many scholarships they have left. And then, you know, in the middle, that, that all important kind of nose guard spot, Nash Hutmacher, uh, down to Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Oregon. I think it'll be Wisconsin or Nebraska. Um, I was wrong about, you know, that battle before in relation to Malik Reed, and we'll have to see what happens with Hutmacher. But he would be a huge addition to this class as well. I think he's one of the most talented guys uh, that Wisconsin has looked at in this entire 2020 class. So, um, again, I, I think this class could be anywhere from like 16 to 17. Uh, they're at 11 right now. So, Jake, if you do the math, I think they have, what, five or six spots remaining. 
and that number always changes, you know, with, with attrition on the roster and guys shuffling around. So, um, you know, we won't know anything final until December, but I would say around 16 or 17. So that would give you what, five or six more spots remaining, yep. uh, heading into, I mean, I guess the, the thick of the summer and right into fall. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in about 90 seconds or so. Uh, and we'll talk about the other commit that happened today on Tuesday. That is 2021 quarterback Deacon Hill. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media. We are back here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media. I am Jay Kokorowski, John McNamara here with me as well. We are busy. We are rocking and rolling. We made time, though. However, in between writing and contacting, reporting, all that fun stuff for another emergency podcast, we talked about Malik Reed just a couple minutes ago. But now, uh, before we talk about Deacon Hill, as you can tell, we've been busy with take a look at that front page. You know, we are rocking and rolling with new articles, podcasts, analysis. That's all for you guys. Guess what? You guys can still get free premium access to badgerblitz.com and rival sites until the season opener against South Florida on August 30th. If you click, if you go to badgerblitz.com, click on the breaking banner code summer 19 folks. Again, you get free premium access to badgerblitz.com, the rival sites, and also exclusively the badgerblitz.com forum. The Badgers den is always rocking and rolling. We got a great community. As John has said time and time again, on this podcast, let us earn your business. Check out the site, especially with what we've got going on uh, and all the recruiting news and nuggets and information we're hearing. We re- relay that to you. It's a great chance to uh, take a look. And we, John, how many signups have we had already? Like just from a couple days ago or even yesterday, what do we, what do we have now? Uh, yeah, we're up to 68. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not patting ourselves on the back here. It's just, I think that people are, are recognizing uh, that there's a lot of good stuff going on at the site. And, you know, it's been a lot of hard work um, from, from Jake and, and our team here at BadgerBlitz.com. And, uh, you know, we, we want to get to 100 before the end of the month. We, we'd love to add 100 new people to the site. Um, you know, I've recognized a lot of new and, and, some, and some old faces that have returned to, uh, to, the, uh, to the Badger's Den. And uh, it, it's been great. Um, we want to add you. Again, we can get you there right until the kickoff against South Florida. Um, you know, you, you, you sign up for the site today. I you, uh, keep you busy until you go to bed tonight, reading all the stuff from this month that we've had. Uh, I think I counted the stories. I think we have something like 95 stories and pieces of content items since June 1st. And, you know, there's, there's three football camps that we covered, two basketball camps that we covered, three big official visit weekends. Uh, you know, go in, sign up and, and catch up from, from all 95 stories that we've done this month. I, I promise you will not regret it. Right. And with that too, folks, you know, again, badgerblitz.com breaking banner, click on that promo code summer 19 free premium access to badgerblitz.com, the rival sites. And then of course the badgerblitz.com forums, the badgers, then uh, take advantage of it. Try it out. Let us know how you like it. Uh, we are, we would love to have you be part of our community. So, uh, and I know one of the stories you'll be updating too. You, you just talked with Deacon Hill, the 2021 quarterback, who committed today for Wisconsin just maybe a couple hours ago, if I'm not mistaken, John, well, I was writing the Jordan Turner story uh, when I had a chance to talk with him earlier today. You know, uh, 
we, you know, you mentioned it earlier too. quarterbacks usually kind of commit a little bit earlier. Hill does it before his, even his junior year. He visited just a couple of weekends ago, visited Kansas state, even maybe a week ago. Now he pulls the trigger and is the, you know, another, the third verbal commitment for this 2021 class. What do you make of it overall? Yeah. Like you said, Jake, things with quarterbacks happen a bit earlier. Um, you know, if obviously it didn't happen in this 2020 class, uh, like I said, I think Wisconsin going to go without a quarterback in this class. Um, but you know, you look back at Graham Mertz, uh, he committed pretty early. Uh, Chase Wolf wasn't, you know, really in, in early commitment, but even before that, Jack Cohn was a guy who committed early. So, you know, quarterbacks are kind of on an accelerated timeline and, you know, the commitments at this point aren't, aren't super surprising. Um, I would imagine that, you, you know, when I talked to Deacon Hill, he said that, you know, depth chart really didn't play uh, a role in his decision or factor in much, but, you know, it certainly helps when, you know, they don't take a guy in the class before you. And from what Hill told me, he's going to be the only quarterback in the 2021 class. So, you know, that's a pretty ideal position to be stepping into. And I'm sure that, you know, it was communicated to him that, you know, you're a big priority for us, but we have other offers out there, which they do to at least, I would say five or the six other guys. Uh, and we're going to be bringing other guys on campus as well. Um, you know, they had the kid from Arizona on campus, uh, Thompson, just recently. So, um, you know, I don't think they were trying to pressure him at all, but I'm sure they were honest with him and saying, hey, look, we, we, we love you. We'd love you to be our guy. And, um, you know, we're going to have other guys visiting too as well. So um, he'll jump on that opportunity. It's a, like I said, because of the reasons I described, I think it's a really great opportunity. Um, you know, not because he, he's scared of competition or anything like that, you know, he basically said, I don't mind competition. I want there to be competition at Wisconsin. But, you know, it's a pretty ideal position to step into. And, you know, you, you look at the tape. He's a big kid. You know, he's listed at 6'4", 225, and he, he kind of looks all of that. Um, you know, you wonder if he gets too big to play quarterback, but, um, you know, with two years of high school left. But, you know, if you look at the tape, he's got a huge arm, you know, a big, strong, powerful arm. Uh, he can move his feet a little bit as well. Um, he can throw on the run. Uh, so I think there's a lot to like there. And, you know, really, uh, I talked about this before, and, you know, John Budmeyer's only been on the staff for a couple of years, but you have to trust his evaluations. I think they've been excellent, his early evaluations. Um, obviously, case in point, you look at Graham Mertz, um, you know, they jumped on him pretty early. And at the time, he had one or two scholarship offers, um, and, and that certainly turned out very well. So I, I think he has a very good eye for talent very early in the process. And, you know, if you trust his judgment, you have to like Deacon Hill quite a bit. And then two, just quick basics out of him. Six, you know, I think you already mentioned this in terms of intangibles, in terms of the he's 6'4", 225, out of Santa Barbara, California. He had three offers. He just received one recently from Kansas State, Wisconsin, and Nevada. Uh, and then he just he went out last week, as he told us, he was going to go out to Kansas State. And last Tuesday, he got a week ago, he was offered by the Wildcats uh, with their new program. Um, I guess, you know, with that, you meant you touched up base on this with saying he, they're saying that Wisconsin's only going to take one quarterback in this 2021 class. Um, and Ty Thompson was just in this past weekend, uh, another quarterback from the Arizona area. Are you, I guess, I won't say surprised, but, you know, with the other quarterback offers too, like you know, they had Jake Rubley that was just in during the, first camp that you and I both attended back on June 1st. They have had Ty Thompson in others. Um, 
what does it mean? I mean, it sounds like that that quarterback class is now locked in with just Hill. Um, I guess you know, are you maybe I'll frame it this way: Are you surprised that Wisconsin found a quarterback this early in the process? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I would be. I would say I'm a little bit surprised. Um, you know, when we got word of the commitment last night. I guess Deacon Hill wasn't the first name that popped in my head. Uh, in fact, you know, it, it wasn't a quarterback. But I think the more that you look at it, again, you know. Uh, John Budmeyer made his rounds uh, this spring and he handed out some offers and he's gotten some guys on campus. And obviously without, when you go without a quarterback in one class, you know, the following cycle is going to be ultra, ultra important. So, you know, it was important that they got a guy and probably got a guy early. So, um, you know, the more that you think about, it, I think Deacon Hill makes sense. Um, with that said, you know, you always are recruiting. So, you know, John Budmeyer has not called the other quarterbacks and said, "Hey, we're we're never going to talk to you guys again." I think you you know you you continue to be in contact with them because anything can happen. But as of right now, you you take Deacon Hill at his word and saying he's going to be the only quarterback, and I certainly expect that to be the the scenario moving forward. So right now, you know, you're looking at this class, and you know we kind of laid it all out. Um, going into kind of our feature about what the commitment means to the class overall that, you know, you've seen it in years past. I mean, Graham Mertz, you know, locks in his commitment in October, you know, of his junior year. So it's an early commitment there. Overall, what does that, and I'll put these two kind of points together uh, in our agenda that no one else can see going behind the curtain. Uh, You know, what does this commitment allow them to do now in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of targeting other players, but all, you know, put maybe putting, additional resources elsewhere in terms of persuading players to come around, not just Hill, but also, you know, Jack, you know, Jackson Acker and then JP Benchwall. Uh, but, you know, and where else do you feel Wisconsin could be in a good position for other 2021 recruits? Yeah. Like I said before, you know, the quarterback, because they usually commit early and, you know, because of the position that they play, a lot of those guys turn into, you know, leaders of specific classes. And, you know, even going back to a guy like Austin Kofensis, who I believe was the Wisconsin's first commitment in the 2016 class or whatever class he was from, you know, he was a leader in that group. And during that coaching transition, he was one of the guys that, that kept that class together. And, you know, he was reaching out to guys and he was keeping in contact with guys and he was checking in on guys. Uh, you saw that with Graham Mertz. You know, he was very vocal about, you know, okay, now I am cemented to Wisconsin and now I want to make the 2019 class the best class uh, that, that we can possibly bring in here. So the quarterback is generally that leader. Uh, not always, but, but most of the time they are. And, you know, it's, it's good for Wisconsin to get that quarterback early. And, you know, I, I've only talking, talked to Hill a few times. I don't know if he's going to be that big vocal leader. But, again, I think it's important to have that kind of cornerstone uh, in place early. And, obviously, it, it is pretty early in the process. He's got two years of high school left. So it'll be interesting to see what guys he reaches out to and what guys he connects with to try to, you know, join uh, him in this 2021 class for Wisconsin. You know, when you, you talk to receivers, you know, hey, we have our quarterback in place. This is the guy that's going to throw you the ball. So I think all those are, are important. You know, those are all things that, that a quarterback brings to you with an early commitment. Um, you know, in terms of your second part, who else, you know, do you feel good about? I think you feel really good about Hunter Wohler, the four-star safety that you have from Muskego High School. I think you feel really good about Brian Sanborn. Uh, the linebacker uh, from from Illinois, who's Jack Sanborn's younger brother, 
And I think there's a handful of other guys that you feel pretty good about in this class of 2021 moving forward, which is off to a really good start. You got your quarterback, you got JP Benchwall, and you got Jackson Acker, you know, arguably two of the top three in-state kids. Uh, I think Waller at some point will add his name to that list. And it's, it seems odd to be talking about kids that still have two years of high school left, but um, you know, they're, they're in a good position with a handful of kids already in, in that 2021 group. Yeah. And they're, they're, I mean, the base is already there for Wisconsin uh, with the, with that class. And it really, you know, of course you guys can go to badgerblitz.com and we're going to make sure that we got everything you need to, uh, you know, that you need to make sure that uh, you are all caught up to recruiting for the 2021 class, for the 2020 class, even the 2022 class where we saw an offer go out uh, this past weekend as well. And just anybody's looking for class rankings, it's way early in the 2021 class, but with the three total commitments, Wisconsin's ranked ninth in the nation. Uh, so hey, that, right. there we go. Uh, just, uh, just always, you know, I'm a positive guy, right? Uh, but then also, for the 2020 class, Wisconsin has 11 commits team rank right now. Number 32, just letting people know about that as well. Again, a lot of these programs. Now you're starting to see uh, an uptick in, you know, commitments. Obviously you saw the large amount of Minnesota commits a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago. And, you know, you're starting to see even Aaron Witt who camped at Wisconsin, uh, former Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota commit, you know, he, of course, reopened his recruitment, camped at Wisconsin, but then eventually committed to Iowa. So you're starting to see a lot of it's a, it's a busy month, uh, not just for Wisconsin but other programs. So uh, they're still on the lighter end, and we've already kind of given you yesterday the the forewarning. This is going to be a smaller class compared to probably other programs in the nation. So on that note, John, anything else that you wanted to before you go on air here uh, in Milwaukee uh, that you want to plug before we take it home? You know, just I don't think I need to talk anymore about the deal that we have going. Just a couple days left. Uh, give us a try. I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Absolutely. Again, badgerblitz.com. Go to there, click on the breaking banner, promo code SUMMER19, and then you get free premium access to not just badgerblitz.com, but all the rival sites. On top of that, too, you guys get the badgerblitz.com forums, access to that. Badger's Den is always rocking and rolling. I've talked about that before in the podcast. Give us a try. Uh, be part of the community for a little bit. Let us know what you think. Uh, for us here, too, uh, on this site, obviously, follow John on Twitter at McNamara Rivals. Follow me at Jake Coco, K-O-C-O. Then Badger underscore Blitz is our main, uh, you know, main Twitter profile, tr- Twitter handle for all the news that are, that's going out. We'll, I'll be posting more up there in a little bit. Uh, before my evening begins on top of that too we have instagram facebook wisconsin badgers on badgerblitz.com check for that search it there um also with this podcast right we're on overtime media we are powered by overtime media we're excited that this first month has gone so well we appreciate all the listens you can can find us there on overtime media you know uh if you just google that you guys can go to apple podcasts google play spotify subscribe doesn't cost you a thing. This podcast is free. When you click subscribe, guess what? Every time that, you know, the refresh, the RSS feed updates, guess what? It goes straight out to those media and gets straight to your phone or listening device. Give us a try there. If you guys can, 
feel free to give us some ratings. We want to make sure that uh, we're doing our job to make this the best Wisconsin-centric podcast possible with recruiting news. What else do you want to talk about? Football previews, basketball previews, Q&As with uh, you know, having interviews with other rivals, reporters talking about the teams that they cover. Let us know what you want to do. And if you'd be so kind, give us a rating. Uh, we'd love five stars, but uh, it's up to you and what you want from us. So we appreciate you there. Um, for John McNamara, I am Jake Okorowski. I don't know if we're going to do another podcast this week. We may take it easy from there, depending on what else falls. But uh, if any if another commitment happens, uh, we'll definitely, whether now or a couple weeks from now, we'll definitely have another podcast, an emergency podcast there. But for now, if we don't talk to you for the rest of the week, enjoy the nice warmer weather in state. If you live in the, the Badger State, we'll talk to you guys soon on another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media.